0: insurance town i'm the mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast ladies and gentlemen you're here at insurance town and i'm so glad that you came to visit today and hang out if you're a regular i'm so glad you came back welcome back to the show and we've got my friend solomon timothy on today you may have seen him in forbes entrepreneur inc um. Uh, you name it, Wall Street Journal. He's written several books. He's got three or four more on the hopper. Uh, Dude is a marketing guru, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we just have a high level conversation. And uh, I just wanted to share this with you as you guys are making your plans and your, your marketing campaigns and getting things together for 2024. I just wanted this guy who's, you know, written the book on, you know, marketing and Success Secrets, and he has proven track record of 10Xing companies, business goals, and revenues. And I just wanted you to hear from this guy. So Again, I kept it super high level. Um, I just wanted to really let you guys hear. But he also does dive in in the weeds a little bit on the sales funnel and top of funnel versus middle and the bottom. and What kind of messages to put in there and how to get the, uh, the click-throughs up and how to do this. It's, it's a really good conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, I'll get out of the way uh, in just a moment, but i got to talk to you about uh, my sponsors here for a minute because I love them. You love them. They love you. Smart Choice. Smart Choice is the fastest-growing agency network, hands down. You've got to check them out, whether you need one market or ten, whether you need a partner or not, whether you uh, just want to make some more money or whether you want to take advantage of the hard market, you want to dive into a niche or get into commercial They got it, and they just want to help you to be the best you can be. That's why they don't charge you annual fees. They don't charge you monthly fees. They just come in and work with you on a commission split. So it's an equal fair game there. Uh, Guys, go check them out, smartchoiceagents.com. Also, uh, you'll hear a little bit more about them in the show, but my good friends over at Old School Marketing, taking an old school marketing approach um, to the next level, to this century and showing you how you can make it work for your agency. And my man Solomon talks about the um, the snail mail coming back. And it just goes to further show why. I partner up with some of the best sponsors in the business for you, oldschoolmarketing.com, O-L-D-E, schoolmarketing.com. Go and check them out. Let me get out of the way and let you enjoy my conversation with solomon timothy my man solomon how you doing my friend doing excellent thank you so much for having me yeah dude i'm excited uh tell me that your last name is pronounced easier than it looks it is it's
1: timothy pretended and have an h in it
0: okay so you just have an extra letter in there then or we don't have enough letters difficult there you go i like it So, uh, you doing all right today? Where are you you at right now? Where are you you coming from? I'm physically
1: in Florida, southwest Florida.
0: Okay. About a mile away from the beach. Oh, wow. That's where that good tan comes from then, huh? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, like I said, it's December. We could still go to the beach. I don't know where you're at, but I can assure you.
0: Yeah, it's I can assure way. you. Yeah, I'm not going to the beach. You can see I'm I'm pasty white right now. So we are. Uh, I'm in Arkansas, so there's nowhere close to the beach there. We have lakes, but not the beaches. But
1: I hear you. Somehow uh, I'm always gravitated towards water.
0: There you go. Uh, so you you know boating, or are you more into surfing? Or are you into scuba diving? Um, what what are you into?
1: I'm more into surfing the internet. That's 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 <laughs> what I do. I, <laughs> I surf. I surf all day. That's, that's
0: hilarious. There yeah. you go. So uh, when you're drawn to water, that's just location for you. You don't spend a lot of time it, on it the is. water. I, oh, but I wow. do like
1: it. It's hot yeah. all the time. I can go jogging 365 days of the year.
0: Yeah. I have
1: a bicycle. I go out. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, I want to get home and I don't want to feel like I had, I, I, I grew up in Chicago. Three oh, wow. jackets, you know, one, two, yeah. and three. And uh, I have sweaters that, you know, brings me bad memories.
0: <laughs> like, so I which do you prefer you that. prefer the cold weather or you prefer the hot weather
1: i don't yes yeah, so i'm in a i'm in a coaching program where it's actually a physical in-person coaching program the 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 company has an office in toronto uh chicago uh, west coast and some other place that's cold so i'm going to west coast three times of the year because the other places are all cold
0: <laughs> yeah i got gotcha. you so i can
1: avoid it I never want to hear it, see it.
0: (laughs) You know. So you'd rather be in the warm weather climates. I gotcha.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't couldn't care less how hot it gets in the summer, but I just cannot handle it. I was looking at Puerto Rico the other day. Yeah. Because it was like it was like fifty degrees in Florida. I'm like, you know, where is it warmer?
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. For us, fifty like right now be a heat wave. So I get it. Yeah, Uh, I know.
1: I lived in Chicago. I tell you, I do not want to do that anymore. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I hear you. So, okay. Last thing I got to ask you about Chicago real quick. So Chicago hot dogs, are they, are they like the best thing ever? I, I've been to yeah, Chicago, but I've never thing, had a chance.
1: hundred percent. It's the best thing ever uh, when I was
0: growing up and it was affordable. Let me ask you this. What's your hot dog toppings?
1: I don't know. Uh, just some uh, some mustard and some onions would do. That's
0: it. That's it. Just simple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's the same really, way. I'm don't just I'm a ketchup guy, but you know, I've seen some dogs in Chicago that have like you know, all kinds of stuff on there with sauerkraut and onions and ketchup and peppers and all kinds of stuff, cheese. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I just I, I'm just a plain guy myself, but sounds yeah, like you are as well.
1: Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't need to be fancy, but if there is one fancy one, I'll order it just for fun. But yeah, I gotcha. I'm, I'm uh. I don't know. I I've, I've become more and more and more about where is this food coming from in my personal <laughs> life than I've ever been in my life. So I wouldn't eat it today. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> there you so go. Good for sounds,
1: you. Sounds like a yogi here. I'm not yeah, a yogi by the way. That's amazing. all
0: right. You know, yeah, yeah. You're good. So, uh, talk to you about this. Let's take a quick walk down Memory Lane. I want the audience to know now that they've gotten to hear your hot dog toppings and
1: I know your love yeah, for warm probably, weather. i are probably tuning off right now. Hey, they're like forget this episode. No
0: man. Out, so. <laughs> no, man, no, man. I like to get behind the curtain a little bit. So yeah, talk, you're talk to me. Out. This, this yeah. is
1: way more in, uh, exciting. Uh, than uh, <laughs> long story short. Yeah, uh, take I'm me down memory lane. I'm an accidental entrepreneur, right? So um, I didn't know what I was going to do. My parents uh, definitely wanted to not, you know, didn't want a kid that was going to uh, not succeed. So they're very, very big on education. So I had to graduate college and things like that. Uh, but essentially, uh, I I kind of knew that I'm I'm not meant for a cubicle, if that makes sense. I wasn't fit for a cubicle. Uh, I had written, you know, everything I, you know what I mean? Basically, I would be the worst employee if you were to hire me because I just wouldn't do anything you would tell me to do. I'll be doing my own thing, and it's just not what employees would want, you know, your employer wants you to do. So I became an entrepreneur because that was the only place where I could become me. Uh, and add as much value as I humanly can for the clients and people that I'm working with. And that meant that if you hired me for sales, I'll probably would do your marketing too, because again, I couldn't get you a sales result if your marketing wasn't right. And just similarly, if I did your marketing and your sales was broken and you know, you and I kind of complemented these two areas and then it doesn't matter how many leads I gave you, uh, you're not going to close. Does that make sense? So I sort of became this entrepreneur to help businesses grow uh, and it was by building them websites uh, because 20 years ago nobody had websites, and I was kind of early, uh, self-taught developer guy, um, really crazy, high-energy kid uh, <laughs> that that looked like he should work at a you know a call center in India somewhere. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> but, but long
1: story short, I was the the tech fix guy, and I was at an attorney's office this week, and young lady couldn't figure out how to get my email to her. I said, Hey, would it be okay? I help you with your IT because I can help you. I could clearly help you get your emails working. Uh, but that's who I was ever since. And I still am. Uh, but long story short, we realized that websites were not what we were selling. We were selling results. We were selling customers leads. Uh, we were selling ROI, revenue, top line profits, uh, or some people, their lifeboat. you know what I mean? So, Depending on the client and where they were in their business, so all of all, I'm, all I'm trying to say is that we started to morph into uh, a, something bigger than a, an agency that built creative websites. That is not what we do today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're okay. So you have a sales and marketing background a little bit, but focus more on marketing now.
1: Correct. Right. Yeah. So the yeah. reason what we what we do what we do is because at the end of the day, our customers are coming to us for one thing. Hey. We're not happy with where we are right now because we think we could do better. We know there's more customers out there that can buy this product or service. And we believe that we have an amazing product, right? We have the best team, but we're not capturing the percentage of market that really belongs to us. So if we if we think there's a thousand customers, we're about 60 clients in, and there's 940 people that don't even know we exist. Can you help me scratch the surface so I can make my 60 customer base, 120. That's the kind of conversations that we have. These 120 customers could mean $30 million business. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> right? Like right. it's not like tiny clients or tiny businesses, yeah. but the but the founder, the CEO, the, the CEO, who is reaching out to us are hurting somewhere in their sales and marketing effort. Something is falling apart. Maybe they're not measuring it. Maybe they don't have the right systems to capture the leads. Maybe they're not advertising in the right places or their dollars are being wasted by mismanaged other people they hired or companies, consultants, all of it. Like I I bucket the whole thing, including those that claim to be marketing consultants uh, to say like, it's not working. We know that we can make our dollars do more and we need somebody to be extremely diligent to get us to where we're trying to go. Because again, we're at the end of the year when we're recording this, a lot of people didn't hit their goals this year. Right. Right? So like, so you set out like this big vision, grandiose vision for 2024, and you come to the end of it. Are you a third? Are you two thirds? Are are you like 90%? Great, fantastic. Like that's very rare. Most people are probably 40 or 60% or somewhere like that. Do you know what I mean? They kind of didn't even get half of it. And these are organizations with hundreds, if not thousands, of employees, but but they just don't have a good system in place to grow.
0: So, in our space and in insurance, as you know, you know, there's a lot as you talk about with with marketing and emails and creating demand, all of those types of things. Talk to my audience a little bit about you know uh, open rates and, and click through rates and how they could do a better job of getting those emails because. Let's just face it, clients, no matter what industry you're in, clients are getting inundated with emails every day and text messages, and they're getting inundated with, you know, ads from every direction. And we have, you know, Amazon, you know, at our front door every day and Alexa's in our house listening to what we're saying, our iPhones and our Androids are listening to us. So how can they stand out from that? Talk to me from... From the uh, open rate all the way through the click-through rate, the CTAs, kind of talk to me through that a little bit. What your thoughts are on that? Maybe not what ClickX does, but just give them some advice, some advice.
1: Yeah, no, I got great advice. And it didn't matter even if you only had $5 a day to spend or $500 a day to spend. So I don't want anybody to feel excluded because they don't have the budget. Now this is something that an agent can do. But again, there's compliance when it comes to insurance. So you got to make sure you follow all of that guidelines I go inbound rather than I go outbound. It is one of the fundamental shifts in whether you're going to waste your time and energy or you're going to get the signal in a lot of noisy world that we live in. And the way that we want to do that is by rather than waiting on somebody to have the need, right, by knocking, knocking, knocking and all that stuff, which again, I believe in prospecting. Some of my clients, no matter how much you advertise, you couldn't get the right target. So you have to do prospecting, you know? But from an insurance perspective, where the market is so large, you would stumble on a person by the time you walk to Starbucks, like there's not a person on the way to Starbucks couldn't actually not buy your products or service, whether it's car, auto, home, like whatever, right, like anything, uh, an insurance business might sell and they're absolutely valuable, don't get me wrong. I'd rather be overinsured than underinsured.
0: 100%.
1: But Why this model is different is because every other person, just like real estate, is is selling you insurance. And what people don't wake up in the morning to say is, hey, hey, Sally, let's call our insurance agent and buy another something, an umbrella package right now. Like, we don't do that. What we want from our insurance agent to do is educate us on why what we have may not be what we need. Right. That is a very fundamental shift in what agents wake up thinking. Agents want to put a billboard or whatever and make the ring, the phone rings, and we're buying leads from these $15 a lead company, and we're cold calling the the whoever can call the fastest get the deal. That's because the company who ran the ad that you're buying the $15 from is the winner. I'm being completely frank because I'm a marketing guy. I yeah. know how to make the phone ring. But I wouldn't buy the lead from somebody else because what's happening is that these big dot-com companies, they've done what you should have done for yourself. And they've created the demand and they got the phone to ring in their office. But what they're doing is instead of taking those calls and closing, they're just selling it. (laughs) It's what home advisors does for contractors that don't know how to market. That's what Zillow does for real estate that don't know how to get their own ads together. And that's what these cool companies, poor pour insurance agents are buying from because you think that $15 a lead is cheap. But again, what you're wasting is they don't know you. So when you call, it doesn't matter. They're just going to be looking for the cheapest person, not value-based. It's not relationship-based. They don't know Heath, the cool guy that you are. They're looking for some guy to sell them the lowest price and say, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. Uh, Can you stop calling because I've gotten 15 people already calling me for this? that is not a great experience.
0: Well, and right now we're in a extremely hard market where everybody's rates are going up and right. everyone's shopping their insurance and everybody's rate, you know, reaching out, everybody's looking for options out right. there right now. And so you've got to be able to stand out. And to your point, if you're focused on nothing but price, then you're going to lose. You know, you've got to be able to add value. And yeah, yeah, so
1: so, so my motto, and I get on two to three podcasts a day, thank God, like I have an amazing team that allows me to do this. They run the business, so I can do this, which is more impact driven things. Um, and that is to serve, not to sell. Um, so my insurance agent, I've been working with the same agent for about 18 years now. Now, this guy's made more money with me, like he knows it, and I know it. I can call him personally. No matter if he's on vacation, he'll pick up my phone call because yeah. there's nobody in the business that would give you that much loyalty. And the reason I say that, and every one of his employees know me as well, right? Like, so long story short, he's been there to serve me when I didn't have money, when the house, uh, whatever, insurance was more than I was willing to pay, right? Like, and then, and over time I was like, I don't really care. This is not how I'm going to save money, right? Like it doesn't really matter. He was serving, his people were serving. He's always been asking us, Hey, do you want it? But not pushing me to buy something. And I, like I said, whenever we asked for a discount, he was willing to shave some of his commission and uh, give us what he thought was fair. And like, that's what I look for in a a person. So now in a marketing perspective, like what we do is we never go in and say, hey, do you have 15 minutes to talk about lead generation? Like, no, I don't. I'm really busy and I don't actually need more leads right now, right? What I might need is fixing my marketing system that's broken. My marketing is broken. In other words, I got leads, but I don't know where it came from and I don't have time to follow up and my people don't know they're not following up fast enough or I might be dropping the ball. There might be a hole in my funnel. Uh, maybe these websites or funnels i built aren't even mobile friendly. Maybe they have the highest abandon rate. This whole thing is jacked up. That's what I actually would like. Well, what, what, what are some of those?
0: Yeah, what are some of those things that you commonly see in an, in an um, agency that they're doing, not to say wrong, but they could improve yeah. upon. So my agents 100%. out there listening, what could they be looking for to improve?
1: 100%. And, and I think they, they're they not doing anything wrong because they don't know what they, they're, they're doing wrong, right? So like, I probably do yoga wrong because I don't know how to do yoga. <laughs> right. so like, most right. of right. my poses are going to be terrible, right? So until somebody says like, that's not exactly how it works. But what I'm trying to say is that most of the time, what we don't do is we don't measure. And this is probably a good place to start. Measuring where you're at right now, before we can even talk about fixing it. Now, this is like a common theme because most of the time we're ready to fix it, but we don't really know what's broken, right? Like we're like, like we're that's males in general. <laughs> we're fixing mentality. Yeah. We're ready to fix things. We're like, let's go, let's fix this. Like, but hey, wait a minute. Uh, what exactly are we fixing? Because what if it's not even broken? So for instance, I'll give you a couple of places to fix. Um, and I'm glad my phone is right in front of me. Typically I put this away. The first thing is opening up our websites whatever, whoever company built it and see what it looks like on our phone. Um, I have constant argument with web developers who are still developing websites for desktop when there is no desktop. When I tell them there is no desktop, they start arguing with me because they're using a desktop. I said, yes, that's you, the dude with a headphone and a lot of tattoos or whatever, (laughs) right? Like you're not my audience. I don't sell to you. I have to work with you because you are an amazing developer, but I'm not selling to you. The person I'm selling to is a 44 year old mom or right. Like a 72 year old male ready to retire or whatever it is. Like they're already retired. Like, or somebody who's in their thirties working a job and handling family has very little time is looking for an agent. They're Googling insurance agent near me and click on the website tab. So kind of check you out. And if your website looks terrible, and have not great reviews, they're probably going to go to the next person, right? Like it's it's these little things that are the moment in which that they would make a buying decision that you have to be perfect. Like it has to be perfect, pixel perfect. And then guess what? When they tap on your phone number, it better ring to a person and an amazing agent picks up the phone and say, hey, XYZ insurance, how may I assist you? Oh, thank God. Uh, do you guys do so-and-so? Like that's what the relationship starts yeah. at. Right? Like, do you guys yeah. do this? Yeah. And that's when you get the opportunity to serve right there and then.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. So any other things that you're seeing? 100%. I think uh, it's across
1: the board. Are you helpful in the content that we create or are you asking for a sale? And 99% of the time, we're looking from our perspective. We're never looking from their perspective. Does that make sense? So I hope that somebody gets this today. So our perspective is, I got to make CODA. I'm, I'm paid only on commission or whatever it is. And I want to be the president's club. And I want to be the number one guy in my region. And I want to get the little trophy and put it on my desk. And I want to make sure that my CEO is going to shake my hand. Or if you're the CEO, you want to crush your competition. Like everybody's out for the number. And so when we wake up, we're like, hey, let's spam everybody's inbox. Let's tell everybody that <laughs> hey, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's let's send more emails, not less. Because one doesn't work. Let's do let's send two a day. And quite frankly, our customers are getting ticked off. They're unsubscribed, We can never email them again. Yeah. That's it. We're done. We're it's over. Game over. So then, what do we do? We run more advertising. Get more people to submit their forms or whatever, so we can send more emails. However, if we did some more educational type of content. And the reason I say that is my job is not to get people to unsubscribe. My job is to keep a person as long as I can subscribed. And and this is the difference between selling and serving. This is the fundamental difference because when you're serving, you're not looking out for your best interest. You're looking out for the best interest of the person you're trying to serve. And whenever that conversation starts to change internally and you're mentally or whatever... And I mean, I have my own team making mistakes. Don't get me wrong because it's Black Friday. They're like, hey, in case you didn't get our 90% off offer, it's right now. Like, no, you know, we would never send that email because what does that look like? It looks like a self email. What would I want if I already bought it or if I got it from somebody else? What am I going to do? Unsubscribe. And I unsubscribe because they don't serve me in any way, shape or form. It's always closing ABC. We grew up with that ABC mentality, and everything is always be closing. I'm like always be connecting, and I mean, like I'm just like let's not even talk about the word close because it is my my customer's job to discover that I'm the best fit. It's not my job to tell them to buy it from me. And the right. louder I speak, they run away.
0: I completely <laughs> right? agree. Their guards are up. Yeah, yeah, they can smell desperation on your voice and on your breath and in your language or your body language. You know, people can sense that kind of stuff. So again. I love that your motto is here to serve, not to sell.
1: If you look at the statistics, price is one of the smallest things that people look at. Now, I understand. I understand that we're living in a world, inflation's through the roof. Our paychecks haven't gotten bigger, but our grocery bill has, right? Like I know firsthand- they want to make sure that they have the right company and the right person. But if your competition is not a human being and it's an app only relationship where you have to message somebody, I need that extra care when I'm in trouble because my hope with insurance is to not use it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's the whole thing about you know what we're dealing with in our industry right now is selling on that value, what you're talking about and selling right. on the idea of you know you're going to be there on their worst day. You know, that's what we are in the insurance industry. We're there for people on their worst day. And so, you know, we need to be selling that promise. We need to be educating them on the products that we sell instead of buy this because it's the cheapest. You Absolutely. know, I think we need to be, you know, teaching them what they're buying so they understand why it went up 30%, why it 100%. went up 40%. Yep. Uh,
1: and there's a lot of agents that are doing it right. Let's not talk about that, right? Like I, I, my agent's doing it right. They texted me well in advance to tell me that my rates are going up and don't freak out. I was like, why are you texting me? Because we didn't want you to freak out. Right? Like, I'm like, well, I'm freaked out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I but, get it. But They were trying to give me some heads up that in December, some, so it's going to happen. And they warned me that they might not be able to insure me in Florida because everybody's getting out of Florida. Like, all these things are opportunities for you to serve before they quit. right? Right? Like it's retention and the whole money is in retention. It's not in acquisition.
0: We're at a mid roll ad, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to talk to you briefly about some more great friends of mine and sponsors of the show and Canopy Connect, your one click solution to getting those deck pages that you need to quote your prospects. Uh, No more back and forth with all the silly questions and, uh, you know, bothering them with, you know, just peppering questions of, you know, name, date of birth, driver's license numbers, driver's list, vehicle numbers, VIN numbers. It just goes on and on and It's exhausting. When you can send them one link, they open it up, they click through, and you get all of the information that you need to quote them. It shows up around your dashboard. And what's even cooler is now you got loss runs for the commercial business, and they keep expanding the list of carriers. Guys, you got to check it out. Use Canopy.com backslash Heath to get a demo, get a discount. You're going to love it. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season. We're officially in December, and I want to get into um my friends over at Manscaped because uh, they've got exactly what your spouse needs under the tree. All you have to do is go to Manscaped.com. And scroll to the bottom. Use a discount code Mayor, M-A-Y-O-R, 20% off plus free shipping. Whether you need the lawnmower, whether you need the uh, ear and nose trimmer, whether you need the handyman, which is their newest and you know product, or you might just need some cologne or some deodorant or you know, some powders and whatnot, go check it out. Manscaped.com, scroll to the bottom, code mayor. Now. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, imagine though if the content in the emails that you got or on your website or on your social media was educating your clients on why companies are pulling out of Florida, why the rates are going right. up, what's going on with the you know the labor force and why you know cost of materials is going up, why right. you know all of these things are going on. I think you're gonna have a more understanding customer than, oh shoot, your rates went up, we're gonna shop you with five other companies and we're gonna get you the cheapest rate. Where, you know, it might be better to say, you know what, I like being with this company, you know, and I understand now because you taught me. Right. X, Y, and Z A hundred
1: percent. And that's kind of like our premise of our whole entire relationship with our clients. Take a look at it from the perspective of our customers. Does this speak to them from them, right? Getting something? There's a whole radio station that I never talk about. It's called WII-FM. Do you know what that one is? Yeah, it's an old radio station. It's called What's In It For Me. That's the ultimate radio station everybody's listening to. And when we're talking about it from our perspective and they're hearing from their perspective, they say they're going to zone off. And another marketing strategy, which most of these people aren't implementing because maybe it got uncool, but in my world, it's really cool for insurance agents is snail mail there is no click through rate in snail mail but it has 100% open rate
0: uh yeah you could yes and i love that you brought that up because one of the sponsors of my show is a company called old school marketing and okay, they do go. they do direct mail in a way that is you know incredible yeah. so i'll give a shout out to rusty and his team at old school marketing but they do it in like a drip method yeah. where you, your phone is still ringing on a regular basis. And they, here's what's cool, Solomon. you probably check them out someday. But they do handwritten notes and yeah. handwritten cards. So it looks like it's a note from grandma. It looks like it's yeah. a card from your mom or yeah. from your grandma. Who's not going to open that? So, yeah, I think you're right. Snail mail is coming back, bro.
1: You know, it has to come back because – Right, like the spam laws are through the roof. I don't know if you know, in February, there's so many changes that are happening, Google and Microsoft, all these people, they just don't want people sending mass emails and not saying who they are from, no opt out. There's all these things, they already put it into promotions, junk folder, spam. So in other words, if it looks like it went to multiple people, if it doesn't look like, it's kind of like social media, if they don't engage with that email ever, they're just gonna start hiding it from people. So you didn't care if it was from your insurance agent, they don't, it doesn't matter. But if it looks like it's coming, especially the IP addresses that the emails are coming from, these s- systems are smart enough to detect what's spam, what's not, and what it looks like. It so things like free triggers it. Things like save money and all all these words that we use that's exactly
0: yeah, that's exactly. What I was talking about with the subject lines and with the open rates. Like you said, snail mail and using a certain language. No yes. longer can you do those kind of things. And I, I, you know, when you see people that send those emails, and I get them every day in my email box of. Get a free quote or get a free this or, you know, check this email out for a chance to win this. And it's like, I don't want that. You know, get out of my inbox. There's a top of the funnel, there's a middle and there's a bottom. A hundred
1: percent. Free quote is a bottom of funnel kind of a thing. You only get a quote when the person is ready for a quote. So 98% of that is not ready for the quote. They're not even decision making, period, yet. So what we should be doing is encouraging them. It's kind of like asking the girl out the first time you've seen her and she's not even ready. She does not even like your shoes. So like, what, what she's not even going to say no, like, she's not even,
0: a, she's not even ready for you. So. I, I love that but, you brought up the sales funnel. Cause you know, we talk about that a lot.
1: Yeah. So the top is awareness, to be honest, it's it's all it is. Do they know you exist and you got to do everything you possibly can in your power if we use the same amount of energy that we use for the bottom of funnel for awareness which is postcards or billboards or whatever you need to do register the the local newspaper buy like the YMCA you know whatever christmas get your name everywhere you possibly can and the reason i say that and i'm not uh, biased towards digital as much as i you know surf on the internet for my clients I, the customers you serve may not be me So don't go only buy digital because they don't even use what I use, right? Like to sell to me is a different sell. You might need to send me a message on LinkedIn to sell to the person that lives next door to me. That's a retired family is the local something. Does that make sense? The newspaper,
0: whatever. Yeah. For me, you know, as you mentioned about you, for me and a lot of people, you know, like me, it would be, I need to meet you at an event. I need to be at a networking event, a happy hour a yep. serving the opportunity, something. And you and I meet and I talk to you face-to-face. I get to know your vibes. And you're going to, that's top of funnel for me. You know, and ab- so ab- I get what you're ab- saying.
1: Absolutely. And then the middle of funnel is what we call consideration. Consideration is, hey, I'm actually looking for insurance. I'm actually looking to switch. I actually did get a bill that's $300 more than I'm happy to pay with right now. I'm actually looking around. Joe, yeah. so would you mind seeing, you know, what your your company charges for something like this? Well, then, you know, they might ask you, "Can you send me, you know, what, tell me more about the car and this and that?" And like, that's where you want to be, and then you don't sell. Then you still give them a price. Then don't be like, "Well, you ready to sign? You ready to sign? Do you want to sign today? Do you want to?" No, because again, that's just the wrong thing to do. And then say, "Hey, uh, out of curiosity, who else are you looking for estimate from?" Oh, I'm I'm looking for it. They will share you who your competition is. You just got to work with them. They're honestly looking for help. And then you ask them, they're not going to not tell you. The only reason they wouldn't want to tell you is because you haven't built enough rapport with that customer. So which is like everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that, you know, we talk about is uh, in sales, uh, and you can back me up, it sounds like this in marketing. It takes sometimes between seven and nine touches before yeah. you finally land a sale. And so you just talked right through that with, top, middle, and bottom funnel, there's three touches. Maybe even it may take two or three top of funnel before they even get to the middle. And then you have to work your way through that.
1: I think there is a fundamental reason why the top of the funnel is much bigger than the bottom, right? Like you could put 20, 30 times the bottom to the top and top is still bigger because you're supposed to get all of that in and then you weave out the bad fit and eventually get the ones that make sense to work together from a value from what you guys offer versus your competition and obviously right. making sure it makes sense from a pricing perspective.
0: And that's why well, I brought my man Solomon on here to talk about these things.
1: To, to be honest, there is an old saying that uh, you know a salesperson, they do show up and throw up, right? Like that's it. A hundred percent. And so like, if you did, Everything opposite to what your competition did, you'll crush it. If your competition does it, please don't do it. If your competition does all these things uh, because like you think that's the way that they're closing business, I can assure you they're probably not. But if your competition is helping more than they're trying to sell and close a deal, by all means, grab onto that because you can easily tell what they're doing, right? Um, yeah. And again, with follow-ups, like I have so much issues. Like, I, I, Look, I'm a guy that knows, understands that your money is in the follow-ups, but but are you following up for a sale or are you following up because you want to help somebody? Right. Because if you're just following up to the quote you gave because your boss told you or your sales trainer told you to follow up, then what they do is saying, "Hey, I'm following up. Okay, chucked off my to-do list. I followed up." Like, do you, do you think I as a prospect want to hear that or see that or hear that voicemail? Probably not. But tell me about something new that's happening in the insurance world that I should be aware of in your follow-up that might be interesting or concerning or something like, Hey, there's some law around the yeah. property and, and 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 we live in flood zones and all that. Like, Hey, Hey, there's a lot of changes in the flood zone and how they're assessing all that. Do you want to have a chat about what's going on? So you're in the know, of course I do. I have, I'm all ears. Cause I live here, right? Like I want to know everything. Tell me more. And, and, yeah, and rather I- than saying, Hey, I'm following up.
0: Yeah, and I love the the strategies of people when they have like just a straightforward approach. Instead of dancing around the obvious, just state that in your marketing, in my opinion. Yes, it's a hard market. Yes, rates are going up. Yes, this is going on. This is how I can help you through it.
1: What it yeah. allows you to do is work with people that are looking for quality and not the bottom feeders. And the unfortunate truth is that they're going to leave you as soon as your rate goes up in the next six 100%. months or whatever it is they're going to leave you. The yep. faster they came, the faster they leave. But you want customers that are not in it for that short term. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day, I get it. People have budgets and things like that. Yep. And they can only do what they can. But but there is something that you add value. If you didn't add value, why not go to a dot-com company? Why yep. even work with an agent?
0: Yep. Yeah, I could <laughs> agree Let's like, do a
1: faceless transaction. I don't like you. And you know what I mean? It's kind of like, hey, I just order it. Like, Amazon doesn't have anybody taking care for you. You go buy it, and you get the cheapest price. And you might, you know, your box might be broken when you get it, but hey, you got nothing to complain. <laughs> you got the cheapest price. Yep. Yeah, that's right? exactly like, right. Go to a .dot com company and get it for whatever it is. But if you really are looking for that white glove experience, you cannot be the cheapest and give the best service. The two doesn't go
0: together. You wrote a book for entrepreneurs. Uh, yes, sir. And it's called what?
1: Business Success Secrets. And
0: it's uh, uh, it was like it, it, a bestseller, like Wall Street Journal, USA Today, <laughs> Amazon. And yeah, this basically lays so, everything on the line, right?
1: I, I yeah, I do. And 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 by the way, it, it was an anthology with multiple authors like myself that I was all passionate about serving. But but the reason why we overdid that is because we can't hold it together. Like we we are born like you, Heath, to share what we have internally, right? Like it wouldn't be unfair to you when you wake up in the morning, you have this passion to share what you know, but, but, but you're not, right? You can't, can't be yourself like that. So yes, I, I wrote a book about leaders who last, and I wrote a book about helping people that want to get out on their own and start making money, uh, six figures a year, for those that are striving to do that, even as a side hustle. And I'm actually working on three more. And the reason I'm saying that is, again, I'm here to serve. And once that switches in your head, everything starts to make sense. And you, my friend might create a book on how to buy insurance. Yeah. (laughs) And here's the guide. here's, here's where you might get screwed. Here's how you might be overinsured. Here's how you might be underinsured. Here's how you protect your kids. Here's how you protect yourself and life insurance and, you know, death benefits and everything you want to put into a blog or. So tell me
0: if you can, that's, Pull the curtain back a little bit. Give me one of those, at least, business success secrets.
1: Differentiate or die. It is a question that you have to wake up and ask every single day. It is not something that just magically says, Well, I'm different because I'm a unicorn. No, no, no. You have to show to the marketplace every single day that you're different. And they need to see that from themselves, not you, you know, with a big microphone saying, I'm different. Look at me. I'm different. No. they need to discover that for themselves. Why are you different? Oh, that's right. Uh, So-and-so company is different because they have local agents and look at them. They show up to every single networking event. If that's the thing that you want to do or they sponsor such and such walk, they're the 5k run, the 10k, the 15k, whatever it is, they're always serving our community or they're always sending postcards. And then it says, invite them to this. Like they're always Doing holiday stuff, they they ship, you know, popcorns every year. I don't know what, they, what makes you different. But you know what makes you different, but they need to know that. And they need to know that for themselves without you doing it with a loudspeaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, and I, make sure
1: you are different. That's the other thing, too. If you're not different, then figure out how can you be different? Because if you're not, then you're in a commodity world. The only way to compete is on price, which is what we don't want. Because that is a race to the bottom. And no insurance agency ever made trillion dollars because again they were the cheapest.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I you know, I love that. I appreciate you sharing. This guy, I don't just bring on, you know, people just to bring him on. This guy's been featured in Forbes and Fortune and Entrepreneur and Inc. and Huffington Post and you name it, this guy's been there, Washington Post, all of it. And <laughs> tell the audience a little bit as we start wrapping up a little bit, what's Absolutely. Solomon about and what you know, what how could they get in touch with you? How could those kind yeah. of things just spend some time
1: absolutely so um, i started a marketing agency uh, with my brother about 17 years ago it's called one ims um, and uh, the reason we did that is because again i was that creative entrepreneur that wanted to make a difference in this world and i didn't fit the box for being an employee um, and uh, we've grown we have small tiny businesses that are startups all the way to um, you know international clients and the only reason we were able to do that is because we've always looked at over serving and over delivering uh, in all aspects of what we do, and then our customer relationships are in the years, and they're not in the months and you know quarter or whatever. Very similar to an insurance agency, because like I said, it's uh, we call it an agency in the marketing world. You guys call it an agency, and it it, it it simply means you're a service provider. You're providing a very very personal service, and it's all about being in service, right, of others. Um, the ClickEx brand was much more because because I've been in that space, it's kind of like you in the insurance space. once you're in it for so long, you got some tricks and, and tips under your sleeve that can help other people and that's exactly what you're doing, Heath. And I'm, I'm doing that uh, on the ClickEx level uh, because again, there's a lot of agencies uh, that are actually looking to do what we've done and they don't have the tools and they don't have the creative team or they don't have the sales process and I educate and coach and mentor hundreds of entrepreneurs. Uh, double, triple their their sales. And then on top of that, <laughs> I do a lot of personal uh, uh, coaching and consulting to those entrepreneurs that didn't fit either box. They don't need the help or they're not, right? They're like, hey, look, I, I want to figure out what is it for me? I, I personally get asked, what's next for me? People that are entrepreneurs that are looking to figure out and I get them in boards or wherever else they belong because it's my personal passion and I show up to things like this. Because at the end of the day, my job is to spread the good news that I got, which is to help as many people as I can get what they want. Like Zig Ziglar said, so I can get what I want, (laughs) which is whatever that might be, right? Like business growth or brand awareness. So again, when it comes to entrepreneur, Forbes, all these places, they're very one-sided. As long as you give them what they want, they'll publish you too. They just want content. That's what they want. They want people to stay on their website so they make money on advertising. I'm like, I'll sit here and write for you all day.
0: Okay, so tell me, yeah. So tell me, like, what is what is ClickX exactly? Like, what as an insurance agent yeah. listening right now, what would they hire you to do for them?
1: Yeah, so um, so basically, if you're a business that's looking for marketing, meaning I want to generate more leads, uh, you would work with ClickX. In other words, like they would they would hire uh, one of our people to help them with their marketing. Does that make sense? They would get more help on their meta ads, which is Facebook ads, or they wanna run YouTube ads so they can use that YouTube person to get them ads. We have folks that do social media management. If that's the place that you're hurting and you don't have a person, a Sally or Susie in your team, then you would do that. Whatever that is, it's what we're capable of doing. We have a whole entire video department that creates podcasts and video content. We have a studio, like, there's a whole bunch of things that, that people need to market And we've already built all this for our own agency. We're just extending that to businesses, agencies alike.
0: Love it. And so talk to me about, you know, people want to reach out and contact you. uh, What's the best way of contacting you? What's the website or social handles? What's the best way to find? Uh,
1: Absolutely. It's S Timothy is my social handle is S-T-H-I-M-O-T-H-Y because I I have an H in my last name, which is just Timothy or my website is Timothy.com. That is T-H-I-M-O-T-H-Y.com, Timothy.com. Uh, but yeah very very simple very straightforward and like i said i'm very accessible happy to answer anybody's question because like i said we may not be the fit for whatever they're looking for by all means i'll try to guide them in the right direction um, at, at all times right you might need somebody in your town to help you which makes perfect sense you can go drive up to their office and have a meeting but at the end of the day we like to guide them in the right direction on what they should be doing if that makes sense
0: oh i do it does it Makes total sense and You know, as we start to wrap up, I really totally appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your business secrets, your success secrets, your entrepreneurial spirits. Just fantastic. And I love the marketing ideas that you guys we've talked through and and walked into. Is there anything else that we didn't get into that you would love to share as we got four or five more minutes? If you wanted to share anything else I missed or any advice you want to leave them with?
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's not difficult. There is a scientific way to grow your business. That's what I usually teach the people. Um, there's obviously your intuitiveness, like, hey, we should go do this. We should do that? That's great. That's how you got here. Uh, but yeah. one of the ways that you could do things scientifically is by measuring and optimizing whatever it is that they're doing. Um, so like I said, what you don't need a tool. You don't go buy a tool to measure. You just start putting it on a board and say, hey, how many calls do we get? <laughs> how many quotes did we give today and start looking at patterns and seeing what we could do to optimize
0: awesome love that um i do love that so um you know have you so last thing i'll ask you uh, just cuz i'm i'm always interested in this so do you already have your plans for 2024 already laid out as you said earlier we're at the end of the at the end of the year you already started working through that. You already got that done, or is that something you guys... No,
1: it's it's a work in progress. I kind of have an idea. I like yeah. to work in quarters. I mean, again, I'm in a lot of yeah. coaching programs. Yeah. They teach me a lot. One of the things that start to make me think is stop thinking in days and weeks and start thinking in quarters, because you cannot make a lot of difference in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day, and I was trying to do everything in a day, <laughs> and I felt like a failure going home, not getting anything done, but now I have broader, bigger visions for a quarter. If we can get all those things done in a quarter, I consider that a successful quarter. So if you can start breaking down your next year into four quarters and what would you like to happen in those quarters, man, you'll feel way better about the gain rather than the gap between where you yeah. are and where you're trying to go.
0: Love that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Thanks for hanging out with me. I know it's been a little bit and you know we've been getting this thing going for a little bit. And I'm glad we finally got on here. Uh, you did not disappoint. As you told me, you wouldn't. And I appreciate you. Sure? you. I can add
1: some more sales pitches to this. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't believe you on it because uh, you're here to serve, not to sell. Right. You're the man, brother. Thank you so much for hanging out. I look forward to talking to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Man, that guy's fun to talk to every single time I have a conversation with that guy. I just love it. I'm blown away. Um, and I'm so glad we kept it high level so that you could you know be there with us. and nobody got lost, whether you're deep in the game of marketing and you know how to get those MQLs and you know what the click through rates are and your um open rates are, and you know how to follow through all that. You've got the greatest marketing department ever, or you're brand new into business. And you're trying to figure out how to get your awareness out there and get people to know who you are. I think this guy spoke to you. I hope. I'd love to hear from you on that. Send me an email. Send me a message. Better yet, reach out to Solomon and let him know how great he did. Uh, my my guests always let me know how much they love hearing from you. You know, I, I get two or three calls a week or emails or phone calls or forwards. Hey, look what I got from one of your audience members. And look what one of your citizens sent me. Or I got this sale or that. It, it's just so much fun to know that you guys are engaged with me. I, I can't wrap my arms around you physically and hug on you, but know how much I love you know how much you mean to me guys uh, thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thank you for downloading Uh, we're coming into the you know the new year soon and I want to kick it off season 4 with a bang bang so uh, subscribe like tell your friends let's go now thank you so much for listening and I look forward to hanging out with you again next week